Welcome to another edition of The Local Show, our first of 2019, guys. Thanks for joining us here in the new year, where we love to feature inspirational locals each week. Just had a nice little holiday break. I hope you enjoyed your Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's celebrations. Incredible snow keeps happening. What an amazing winter it's been. We're going to keep the momentum going strong in the new year. We're going to start leading with love in the new year with my guest of the week, Nicole Lindstrom. Welcome to the show, Nicole. Thank you, give thank you. The long, you. the long arm. Yes. <laughs> Welcome, thanks for being here. Thank you so much for the invite. And uh, we're lucky to have you because you just basically got here just from a hut trip. Yes, yes. And we... we're lucky you landed back in Aspen. <laughs> yeah. And it sounded like you had an amazing time. Can you yes, it was an us? amazing trip. Um, we had two nights at the Lindley Hut, um, which was incredible. That was my first two night a hut trip and it's awesome. so worth it if you can do it because the one night in one night or one night in hike out the next day is always a little tough that's what i've always done too yes. like most of us it's just quick. like one night super yeah. quick and you're kind of you're just yearning for more yes like can this just go on for a while longer it's so fun yeah so much fun so you had a good group of friends it yeah. sounds like yep we had we had 14 of us wow. um we actually I don't, I don't know if you know local nick devore um, sure. but oh, he yeah. is incredible so we had him and Definitely. his sister katrina which was incredible because their their knowledge about the backcountry is is oh. such a treat to be able to to be with them and learn what they have to say about the terrain. Nice, nice. Mm. In fact, I think we may have had Nick on the show a while ago. Oh yeah, it's been so so long. I think. Um, and then Davenport, of course. Yes. He, he was you know hanging a lot with Chris Davenport and. And the knowledge is, is, like you said, just keeps passing down and passing down. And yeah. one of the great things about this community is being able to share our experience, our knowledge, and tap these sources, right? Yes, absolutely. And it was my first time with the Beacon. And so we actually, um, the Avi Danger was enough where we didn't want to go yeah. explore because um, it was a little sketchy out. So we just played yeah. with the Beacons and I got to, we buried it in the snow and we'd have to try to find it. And we, so we, we did pretty good. It was a good like first introduction into how to use the backcountry gear. Okay, and were you able to locate like all the bottles of wine and all that? Okay, and yeah. those had like yep. those had like um, sent receiving and sending signals. Oh yeah, well no, so they're always we sending. Did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're always sending. They're sending a message. Yes, so we actually the boys that we were with ended up strapping a bottle of bourbon to oh, the beacon, and then nice. they'd go bury it. And so <laughs> really, it became a very fun drinking game. As I you like. Oh, that's yep. very creative. Very, very creative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No reason why um, education can't be fun. Exactly. And, and that's always a part of a hot trip, too. Is yes. You do all this athletic all-day adventure, and then you get to have a couple yeah. little adult bevies or more. Yeah, and, and some fondue. Whatever and there happens, you, there happens. You have it. Yeah. yeah. I did a hot trip. Uh, I want to share this real quick, and we have to yeah. take a break. But Charlotte Fox, the famous mountaineer, she actually uh, passed away this last year. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, she had just gotten back from the Himalaya. She was in the 1996 Everest expedition and actually had the record uh, for most 8,000-meter peaks for an American woman. Wow. Uh, but she was just uh, an amazing soul and a very adventurous soul, obviously, a very free spirit. And she had a hut trip up at Margie's Hut, which I highly recommend. Ooh, okay. Margie's is one of the, I'd say, classics. Awesome. And it's cool because you could do it from Aspen, too. Whether it's summer or winter, you just go up and over Smuggler, Hunter Creek, Four Corners, down Lenado and up. And uh, that, that might take several hours. But anyway, at, a, at one point in time during the night, in the middle of the festivities, might we say, she goes, okay, she pulls out this bag and pulls out these sarongs, like these tapestry things. And of course, all the guys are like, what are those? And <laughs> yeah. women are like, yeah, give me those things. 
The only thing we can wear the rest of the night, all 16 of us, is sarongs. Oh my gosh. Which for the guys was so wrong. Because we couldn't, we're tying them on like bath towels. The women go yeah. like, and all of a sudden they got an instant toga. It's kind of like, how did you do that? And why does it never fall off? And the dudes, we just couldn't, you know, so. Yeah. Sarong turned it, I guess, so right for a lot of them. Yeah, yep, in a memorable way. Some of us, night. we couldn't figure out how to tie it on, so it was just a hilarious oh night. Oh my gosh. It's very memorable. Yeah, well, win at a hut trip. <laughs> yeah. that's amazing so fun uh, we're gonna take a quick break i see we're already five minutes in all right um we have so much to get to including the lead with love awesome. leadership summits which i was so blessed to attend this last fall so we're gonna talk a lot about that but first i do want to thank our winter under winter underwriters for making the show happen we have aspen animal hospital aspen square aspen public house klug properties the Aspen Times, Sundog Athletics, and Pickin County Landfill. We'll take a quick break. We'll go to their messages, and we'll be back in two minutes. We've got Nicole Lindstrom. She is a program director. She's a yogi, and she's going to tell us a lot about how we can bring more love and hope into our life and less fear, so don't go away. We're back here on The Local Show. Thanks for sticking with us for a show just for you locals going into our 16th year here on Grassroots Community Network. Nicole, it's amazing. We, this whole thing with Grassroots TV is the original public access station in America in 1972, wow. which a lot of locals don't even realize. And there's an incredible history. And just this past, well, in 2017, we were able to upgrade through support from the community to high definition. And now we can welcome Facebook Live viewers, YouTube awesome. viewers. And it's just a really neat to be a part of this. And thanks for being nice. a part of our first yes, show I am so, in the so new year. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, I was so inspired after attending uh, yes. Lead with Love, mm -hmm. which was a pretty unique, might we say, leadership summit this fall. Yes. And was that in October yeah. that, that was yep. held? Yeah, it was the end of October. Which it was actually like prime Gina's off birthday. season. Yeah. Yep. Whose birthday? Gina, our founder. Oh, that's yes. right. That so timed in. Kind of how it started was as a birthday party. Um, and then year two, which was last year, was the first more conference style. And then this year, we okay. kind of had it pretty dialed. Yeah, so. no kidding. I yeah. was going to ask you how that evolved. So it was really yeah. just like a celebration of Gina Murdoch's birthday. Yes. Who's really the founder, yes, right? Yes, correct. Of Lead with Love. Mm -hmm. Then it was kind of, you had Deepak Chopra last yeah. year. Mm -hmm. And then you're Williamson. starting to build some momentum, right? Yes. And then you're starting to kind of see a vision. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we actually, last year, we were called Aspen City of Wellbeing. And Lead with Love was just our event okay. um, that we, we put together. And then after last year, it was such a great success. And all the feedback we had was you need to be Lead with Love. That's a vision that can really uh, impact a much larger group of people. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And could you tell people it was like four days long? Yes. And you could go see a number of presenters and you could attend workshops. So it's experiential as well. Yes. Can you tell people a little more? Because yeah. it was just incredibly comprehensive. It and yeah, it was incredible. And so it's kind of that uh, festival essence of lots of different things happening at the exact same time. It was at the Aspen Institute, which is incredible, so beautiful, and we were so lucky to have it there. And so our programming could start... Um, I think last year it started at 6.30 in the morning with tea ceremony. This year it started at 7 with tea ceremony. And so it was anything from uh, tea ceremony to meditation to yoga to different lectures. This year we had a very big focus on business and heart-centered leadership. Um, one of our keynotes was John Mackey from Whole Foods. And we have Raj from Conscious Capitalism. Lynn Twist, who wrote Lynn this Twist incredible... Was she was incredible. 
incredible. She was amazing. Every amazing. speaker, it seemed like, was incredible. Incredible, yeah. And so, it was like, for me, it was like, what can I do? Because sometimes two things were happening at the same time. Yes. But that's the beauty, is yeah. there's so much going on. There's, there's like a menu so to choose much. from. Mm -hmm. And so I see this uh, going on, and I was... Uh, fortunate to attend one of your presentations yes. about meditation, yes. which was so amazing <laughs> and so needed. And these are things where you can really plug it, like tools we can use, right? And especially in today's world. Absolutely. So, I mean, let's, let's expound upon that because, I mean, how do we move from this kind of this crazy world we're in right now, crazy society, crazy politics, just a lot of craziness going on, stress, anxiety, fear. How can we start to kind of move more into kind of a hopeful mode and kind of a more loving mode of operation? Right, no, absolutely. So our mission is to shift culture from fear to love. And I think when a lot of people hear that, um, those two words can sound fluffy and it can turn people away because fear is, it can be a trigger word. Love can be a trigger word. Yeah. But when you really start to look at the essence of both, you can kind of identify any thought, any thought process you have or any action you take can either be a fear-based thought or action or a love-based thought or action. And a lot of times fear can look like um, uh, insecurity or a sense of lack or... Um, you know, not having enough of what you need when you need it. And so when you start to make your decisions based on these thought processes, your actions are not suited for your highest self or the best good best good of yourself or the people that you're around or your community. And so when you shift to a place of love, it, thoughts of abundance, thoughts of being enough, having enough, being able to provide you know, others with what they need, then your actions change pretty significantly. And so what we found is just to to be able to educate people on the basics and give them the tools that they need to understand fear and move into a state of love, and then everything really shifts. And I feel like the summit was such a great example of that because we had so many heart-centered leaders and people there holding the space that I think people, when they came in, they felt it and they elevated, and everybody was so gracious, so helpful, so open arms with each other, and it was just like this contagious sense of love amongst all of the all the speakers, the participants. No doubt, and 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 it's not something. I mean, it, I guess yes and no. It's it. I want to say yes. It's as easy as deciding. But also, it's great to have tools to help shift. Yes. That's, that's depending on how you are as a person, who you are, you know. It, it could be a major shift. Yes. To like hope and love. Or it could just be maybe I just tweak things a little bit. Yeah. But that's what some of these speakers and workshops were pointed towards. Yes. Again, the tools to practically make that shift happen. And, and, and the other thing is we are products of our thoughts and feelings, yes. which pretty much every avatar in history has referred to, you know, from Jesus to Einstein to you name them, we yeah. become what we think about. You know, I mean, the, so in terms of like, how do we become successful? How do we become happy? Mm -hmm. We have to put ourselves in a feeling. Yes. And then the words <laughs> and what we say <laughs> kind of follow and the actions follow and then we attract these things, right? Yes. 
So yes. if I'm like fearful, 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 oh my gosh, oh my gosh, well, you kind of attract more of the same, right, mm -hmm. with karma? Yeah, one of the things I always think about is energy attracts like energy. Yes. So if you're feeling really negative, you're going to attract negative experiences. But if yes. you're feeling really positive, you're going to attract really positive experiences. And it's great because you can try this out at any time. You yes. can find out for yourself whether that's true or not. But you know when you're being really sour, the energy you're putting out is only attracting that back. And it takes a minute to shift your perspective to see something lighter. Yeah, and the key is to catch it because yes. I mean, we all naturally get, I, I get angry, I get fearful, I get frustrated, you know, and it's a lot about people. Mm -hmm. And it's in a kind of identify something I got to do while I'm skinning up mountains for three or four hours. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, where is this coming from? And it's usually frustration with people. Yes. And I set up expectations for people. And then when they don't fulfill those, I start to get like angry and frustrated and all this kind of stuff. But to kind of, and, and feel that, that's normal. But I think th to catch it, to shift into a more positive way. Yeah. Law of attraction. Yes. Also states what you just did. Mm -hmm. Negative attracts more negative. Positive attracts more positive. We're like big magnets, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, or radio frequencies. We want to put out good energy frequency. Yeah. That's going to draw back energy frequency from a quantum physics standpoint now. It's scientifically proven. Yes. So it's not just fluffy and, oh, let's just <laughs> think good thoughts and good things will happen. La-di-da. -da, yeah. You know, down the road. So there's a lot to that. Yeah. And um, you guys get into some of that nitty gritty. Yeah. Yeah. One of our favorite quotes that we refer to a lot of as an organization is uh, Deepak Chopra. He said, because I have a choice, I choose love. And I think the first step is awareness and to understand you you do have a choice and you yes. get to choose your, your path, your experience. And so if you choose fear, that will be your experience. If you choose love, that will be your experience. But you do have a choice. Right. And it's choosing love even when it's hard. Heart. It's choosing love even when you don't know how to, but always kind of shifting into that that place of understanding, acknowledging, and then and making a choice. And Luna's going to choose to give you some unconditional <laughs> yeah. love here in a minute. Hey, Luna, come on over. Hello. Well, you know what? That's really um, that really reminds me of some of the things that Klaus Obermeyer, who we kicked off our season with. Yeah. We have the wonderful choice of perception. We can choose. Yes. How we perceive situations. And again, it is normal to feel these, all these feelings, but to perceive, how do we perceive it? Yeah. Like one person's powder day, like, oh, sweet, it snowed eight inches. Yeah, powder day, yeah. So they're like, oh, I got to go shovel the sidewalk and brush off the car. And, oh, what a nightmare. And the roads are going to be bad. And it's the same exact situation. Yes. But how we perceive that, how we feel, and then yeah. how we conduct ourselves is mm -hmm. crucial. It's crucial. And I think between both, they're both contagious. So if you run into yeah. somebody who's very fear-based and fear-driven, their their fear or their anxiety is going to rub off on you. And you might find yourself like, oh my gosh, like they don't have enough apples. I, I probably don't have enough apples. I need to get the apples because there's not enough or whatever it is. But if you run into yeah. somebody who's has an apple and is like, here, have my apple. And you're like, oh, thank you. That was so nice of you. And I'm not actually hungry. Like, this person looks really hungry. I will give them this apple. And it's this place of abundance of giving. And it's just completely right. based on your own perspective of the situation. Right, right. And then it builds momentum. And it builds momentum. So we could push that, what energy we want to push out into the world through just like interpersonal contact, even yes. a phone call, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, I think interpersonal is the best. Mm -hmm. I had a great conversation with a younger guy today. We were actually talking about my phone service, and all of a sudden it developed into this really deep conversation. He's a millennial, a younger guy. What brings happiness, you know, these kinds of things. 
And, uh, you know, it, w- it was more like um, try to be positive, set your goals, you know, and, and, and put out what you want to the world, um, like what you want back. Yeah. So that leads perfectly into if you want love, you have to put out love. You right? have to put out love. Yeah. And I think one exercise I do when I know I'm in a bad mood or I'm not feeling very well, I'll intentionally do something that is um, of giving to somebody else, whether it's yes. giving a compliment, giving a handshake, giving a hug, whatever it is, because it immediately starts to affect your own your own mood. And the minute you're being really nice to somebody or you give somebody a compliment, usually they'll give you one back. Or if you give somebody a hug, they'll, they'll hug you back. And it just completely shifts everything. But it's, again, that awareness and choosing to to do something about it instead of just letting that negativity continue to impact you. Right, right. Well, to give people, um, especially our viewers, more tools, mm-hmm. how can they find out? And I assume Lead with Love is going to continue. Yes, absolutely. How can they get more information? So they can go to our website, which is www.ileadwithlove.org. Okay. And we're actually doing a pretty big shift this year. Um, we have a lot coming down the pipeline. We're not going to be at the Aspen Institute again in the same form as a leadership summit. Um, we've decided to continue the work in smaller variations. So okay. our next offering will be Lead with love in uh and bone actually in burgundy france oh, um wow. so that will be whereas the summit was around 500 that will be a, around 50 people um much much smaller but same concepts and still workshopping these ideas of love and fear and exploring experimenting cool. um and then we're gonna do a uh a retreat actually in India in October. Wow. Yep. With Deepika. I don't know if you know her, but she's another local woman who's incredible and she's been leading retreats there for a long time. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. How cool is yeah. that? Will there be more Aspen opportunities? Yes. So as well? we're going to have the Aspen retreat as well. Um, and that one will be in September. We have Byron Katie coming to Aspen Chapel. So we're okay. going to kind of frame this retreat around her presence in Aspen and we'll be in between the, uh, the, the chalet, the mountain chalet, the St. Regis, and then local. Locals, so we'll be able to do like hiking, biking, yoga, um, and, and different experiences together. Very cool. Yeah, I'd love to be involved. I'd like to be involved in that in like every way. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I love sharing mountain adventures. Yeah. Uh, like fat biking and snowshoeing in the winter time, and um, I mean, there's just that's the thing. There's so much to do. Yes. And to tap into, but you you bring in these great presenters who are just incredible. You know, like top of their field. And, you know, we get to learn so much. I walked away with this. And, and the thing I think over, like, the main impression was the energy. Like you mentioned, each day you went, you picked up this incredible energy. And then all the ideas and all the tools, the learning experience was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't wait for more. Oh, yes. No, absolutely. <laughs> so um, what else really? Um, you practice yoga um, and you teach yoga. I do, yes. Um, can you share a little bit about your yoga practice and like what you like to share? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, with so, um, so my job with Lead with Love really started as a program director as it pertains to our well-being programs in the workplace. So we work with Pitkin County, the City of Aspen, um, the Saint Regis, and we 
provide well-being programs for their employees. And so okay. that can look like anything from like a 10-minute meditation to a th uh, an hour-long yoga class. Um, and we don't we don't typically call it yoga. Um, we do movement, breath, and meditation, and okay. we infuse those three tools together into an experience um, that really has been so impactful for the the students and the participants that we've had throughout different workplaces. Wasn't one of the examples of that with like the street crew, yeah. like the uh, roads so, department or something, yep, guys? Public which... Works at Pitkin County, so the Road and Bridges crew and the Fleet crew. Um, they're actually my favorite. So we've been with them for <laughs> a little a little over two years. And um, at first they were like, you know what, we, you will never catch us dead on a yoga mat. Um, we are never going to do yoga and all the things. And so I was like, that, that's, fu that's fine. Um, and so we would just sit. I'd find them, you know, they'd be doing their work on the road. And I'd go drive and find them. And we'd just sit down and breathe together. And I'd guide them through some techniques with breath and with meditation, with visualization. And um, at first I could just tell they were, they were a little uncomfortable, not quite sure what they were doing. Sure. And now two years down the road, you know, it's like I'll go to their office and all the yoga mats are out. Everybody's taking their shoes off. They're like, where are the essential oils? Um, and it's, and they're, they're just so fun and so light. And it's such a gift as a teacher to be able to teach um, uh, these men these tools because I can see... I can see the impact that it makes and right. I can see them just calm down and really hit these, these places of, uh, of rest and rejuvenation in a very short period of time. What an incredible transformation to yeah. see that. So that's really mm -hmm. the joy for you, right? To yeah. see that change, mm -hmm. to see them like light yes, up. And just light up. And what's cool is they've also told me the feedback I got is, you know, a lot of what you teach us in these sessions, we do on our own. We do when we wake up. We do when we go home. We are more mindful with our families. We're, you know, more present. We're more relaxed. We're sleeping better. Our backs feel better. You know, they're like, they're, their jobs are so tough on their bodies. And so it's, it's truly incredible to work with them right so yoga you know or meditation and breathing you know i like that that you kind of movement. kind of <laughs> it makes it almost less intimidating yes exactly movement exactly breath meditation mm -hmm. but this is not only physical this is psychological yes this helps create happiness right yeah and opens us up yeah so such as because I because like when I started yoga, I was like, oh, this is like this physical, you know, of course, Aspen's so physically and athletically so oriented, very physical, <laughs> but it changes us in other ways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I mean, that's where I think the true nuggets lies. Not right. not necessarily the physical, but this deeper connection and understanding of your mind, body, spirit. Right. Right. So I guess you would suggest yoga as yes. a tip maybe for the new year. Absolutely. Something to add to our like our I like to say arrows in the quiver. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Each day we can pull out our arrows. Yeah. And they could be arrows for athletics. They could be arrows for health and happiness. Yeah. But a, a regular yoga practice is amazing, right? Yeah. No, I mean, it's great. And that can look like so many different things, whether it's, you know, physically on a yoga mat doing stretches or movements, or maybe it's hiking or maybe it's walking or just any kind of place you can get into your flow state of, of sinking your mind, your breath and your body in a way that, um, allows you to get out of your head and more into this rhythmic um, rest state where your your nervous system can decompress. Right. I like the idea of flow. Gretchen talks yes. a lot about that, Gretchen mm -hmm. Blyler, where the world disappears. Yes. And you're in this rhythm, like you say, it's almost a zen-like mm -hmm. state. And it is 
definitely a part of happiness. Yes. When you're in the flow, like yeah. you're skiing on a powder day. A lot of yeah. us can relate to that. Everything goes away. You become a tunnel of joy. Yeah. And it just helps us kind of, you know, take care of ourselves and everyone else around us. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, I mean, for me, my medicine is yoga because if I, if I go a week or two without practicing, um, I can feel that I'm more anxious and I'm more yeah. high strung. And then the minute I get on my mat, it's like, it's like a therapeutic way of releasing and channeling through some, some energy that starts in the, in the mind really. I wish we had more time, but we'll have to have you back on. Yes. Did you have fun on the show? Oh, the best. This is wonderful. <laughs> well, this might even be better because I Ooh. baked you organic oh chocolate gosh. chip and cranberry cookies. Wonderful. And chocolate it's all biodegradable cranberry. wrapping. Ooh. And there's a couple other little goodies there that are reusables. Ooh. So where did this come maybe from? Maybe the next Pixie hut trip. County. Aha. <laughs> uh -huh. Yes, I should have come so here. So Picky Honey Landfill is super progressive, and awesome. they have these great reusables. Nice. And we like to share that. So. Thank you. Thanks so thank much for you. sharing your time today. Of course. Absolutely. And thank you, Luna, for being such a good co-host. Thank you, Luna. And above all, thank you guys for joining us this week on The Local Show.